welcome to episode 109. Back at you, another week of wacky antics, or not? Okay. I was. We're running behind again. I don't know. It's been like the the last month has been a series of shorter shows because we're always late. But here, this is why I was late. I had a good, really good reason. Yeah. My son is in puberty. Mm-hmm. He's he's officially a teenager. He just turned 14 this week. And and how, how do you designate that he's in puberty? You just decide one day he's in puberty. Like the way you said, it's like he's in puberty. Well, because he's we're starting to deal with skin issues. So last night was the first time. You know, he never lets me like any weirdo. He doesn't let me pick his his zits. What? Just let me pick your zits. Of course. Are you a popper? Totally. Blackheads. Not whiteheads. Blackheads. Oh my god. I don't know what it is about it. So some people it just completely grosses out because this morning I was so disgusted with myself that I had to Google it. So I Googled it to say, what is wrong with me? Why am I so obsessed with it? Because I kept thinking about how satisfying it was that like he got some really good blackheads out of his nose last night. Yeah, love it. He was completely disgusted by it because he said, I have this, this childhood or I have this phobia of loose teeth. I do not like the children to show me their loose teeth. It completely grosses me out. I can't take it. My toes curl. I freak. It's the only thing in my life that I have really visceral disgusted reactions to. So yesterday he, he lost a tooth and he was like, what's it all about? Why do you do that? And I said, wait, isn't it late for him to lose a tooth? He still has a few. He's got like two or three left in there. Okay. Um, um, I was a late bloomer, too. I had adult roots on my baby teeth. It took me forever. So he said, you know, why, why, are you, why are you like that? And I said, childhood trauma. And he was like, what? And I said, you know, childhood trauma messes with you, and then it gives you, like, it scars you and gives you issues. And he's got a lot to look forward to, kid. He was like, I know. <laughs> Trust me, you'll understand. So I said, uh, he was like, what? Why? And I said, well, you know, it's a, a different era back then. Our parents thought it was acceptable to just like, you know, tie a brick to your tooth and throw it down the stairs or, or you know, tie your tooth to a doorknob and slam the door or take a pair of pliers. Like, that was just the thing to do. And I had adult roots on my baby teeth. So my teeth did not come out very easily. And it took my dad a while because my parents were separated or divorced, so it wasn't like I had a, a nurturing figure in the house. Right. My dad was a vet. He didn't give a fuck. So um, his, his methods were a little different than what a mother's methods would have been. So I think it took him quite a while to finally take me to the dentist and realize that... Did you, oh, no, you live with him for a while? She's going to have to have... Yeah, she's going to have to have some of these cold. So I think <laughs> all of that... I think all of that scarred me. So now I can't, I just, I don't know. It's the only area of my life where I have visceral, physical reactions. Yeah. When the kids come up to me, when little kids come up to me and go, look, and wiggle their tooth, I recoil in horror, my toes curl, and I run in the opposite direction. Wow. So he's, so we're, we're sitting there last night, and he's finally got to a point where it's starting to bother him. The bumps on his nose are starting to bother him. Because he would never before, years ago, I'd be like, Oh, you got a little thing there. Let me, nope, nope, don't touch me. Okay. So I just kind of occasionally glance over at them wishing, like, longingly. Because yes. not, only, not only is it satisfying, but to justify my freaky popping OCD, um, I've been going to an esthetician for a very long time. I know how to do it. There's a right and wrong way to extract. Yes. So, uh, so last night he actually asked me for my help. Oh, my God, it was so awesome. <laughs> now do you have the little tool? 
I don't have a little tool, but I, you know, I put the, the hot, the hot washcloth and the steam and stuff on it, and I, and I used the tissue so I didn't like make marks on his skin. And when he was little, and he would let me occasionally, I could get a few little pops. His little, you know, his teeny little pores. There's not a lot that comes out. But now, that was like years ago. Now he still has teeny little pores. But, you know, he literally has, like, black marks or, like, little bumps on his nose because yeah. he, never, he never extracts, which to me is like an anomaly. I look at yeah. people and go, do you not see those? Like, yeah, see, you know what? And what, are you, older, what do you see in your brain? For whatever reason, elderly men have a lot around their eyes. I don't know if it's because when they take their glasses off, they're constantly wiping around their eyes. But my ex-father-in-law, like, I, I could go to town and my he neighbor... You? He would let you? He did, he did let me do it a little bit, and my neighbor next door, like, it's, it's, it, is, <laughs> it is such a distraction for me. Like, I'll be talking to him, and I'll be zeroing in. Like, I zero in on the right? big, ginormous blackhead. I can't help it. So, so the story gets grosser. I'm ashamed of myself. So, I, so it was very satisfying because some of the ones that were coming out of his nose because he'd never done it before. This was like probably a, at least a year of buildup in there. Ugh. There was some really big ones. It was very satisfying. Um, so we got Ruth them all used out. To, yeah, Ruth used to um, tell us that she would have to pick our face before we could go out. Like that yeah. was a condition. She, yeah. So the I know, but it's like there is something The dysfunction weird. started. The dysfunction There's something started weird about that for sure. Mm-hmm. He, but he finally, I think, got to a point where now he's old enough that he doesn't like the way it looks. And yeah, get that shit it. out because he couldn't get them out. So I was able to help him. We, we did it all, whatever. And then this, this morning I wake up early and I'm laying there and I'm reading my book and all of a sudden I couldn't stop thinking about it. Cause you know, when you, like when you have that, that OCD kind of popperness, sometimes when you pop a really good one, you'll think about it after and go, God, that was a really good one. Yeah, that's good. So I had to Google it cause I'm like, this is just disturbing. It's disturbing that I'm still thinking about this. So I Googled it and apparently it's like a normal kind of thing. There's something about when I Googled it, there's something about the, the fear response and the disgust response that there is that kind of satisfying, like you've been told for so long that you shouldn't pop your own because you'll scar your face that when you, when you watch it, cause there's videos. I've never partaken in the videos, but of course this morning reading about it, it made me go, now I'm going to have to look up a video. Some of them are so gross that even it makes me even sick. Well, this is the thing. And I think I might've cured myself because I pulled up a video of Dr. Dr. Popper, Dr. Pimple Popper. She's a, a, apparently she's a dermatologist who decided to make videos. She was making videos just of different things like medical stuff. Right. And she realized that the, the blackhead ones and the pimple ones like had huge spikes of activity. Right. She decided to make a bunch of them. So of course the first two I landed on, I was like, this is disgusting. Why do people watch this? They weren't zits. They were like cysts and cutting it. It was really gross. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know why people watch those. That was not satisfying at all. So I found like a blackhead one and um, it was an old man. Mm-hmm. And there were so many of them mm-hmm. that after about like 45 seconds of it, mm-hmm. I grossed myself out. Mm-hmm. Like there were a couple that were satisfying because you go, wow, there's some, that man has a lot on his face and they're really deep and dark. And I, I think I might've cured myself. It was so gross. Yeah. It was, it was really gross watching like an old man. She was start. Oh my God, it was really gross. So I was like, no, this isn't satisfying at all. I mean, if you get one or two good, like when you find that really deep, decent one on your husband's back, that's right in the middle of his back that he didn't even know was there. And it popped right. Right. Like I, a I had a family member that I literally had to use compresses on. It was a lump. It was yeah. a, just a blackhead. 
but it was a yeah. lump. Yeah. Uh, and you and those you think about for days because you're like, oh damn, that was a good one. But the ones on the videos, I was like, okay, no, I'm cured. I, I'm never watching one of those videos again. That was disgusting. I but, think it's different when you do it versus watching it. Yeah, that's what I. And think. people are obsessed with the watching of those videos. No, I did not, yeah, I, I can tell you, it turns my stomach. But give me a good blackhead to pick myself. I'm in. Yeah, All in. Right. So this morning, that's why I was a little late because I had to check. He was like, he was looking, checking out his face, and I had to, I had to give him the whole spiel. Do it the right way. Don't leave marks. You're not supposed to pinch. No pinching. Because nobody taught me when I was younger. I was constantly pinching at my pimples and leaving bruises and marks. And and um, thankfully, I didn't scar. But uh, I just said, you know, you're a novice. Leave the pimples to the experts. Do not right. pump, do not pinch at your pimples. Just no pimples, the no blackheads. blackheads. Yeah. Well, see, that's a PSA, everyone out there who may still yes, have blackheads or pimples for themselves or know someone that does. Who may still, yeah. don't we all? I mean, I still get the occasional blackheads. Yeah, but I don't know the age range of our listeners. They could be from, you know, 13 to, um, you know, 92. Yeah. I don't have no idea. I know, but so, I'm just saying the 92-year-olds get them too. I just, well, that's what I say. I find that elderly men tend to have those blackheads around oh, their Okay, eyes. gross. I still have toast I need to eat. Nasty. Well, just there you go. Well, okay, so so I'm going to come back with a, a, a circle round story. If you recall, listeners, uh, a couple of weeks ago we talked about <laughs> I think it's texted him the other day because he was supposed to order something for me and I never heard from him again. And you know, those technicians are always so friendly when they're in your house and they say, here's my card, call me if you need anything, blah, 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 blah. And then when you try to call them, they never call you back. And yeah. I, I get that they're busy, but don't be so friendly and hand me your card and say, call me anytime. So he said he was going to order this, this booster, signal booster. And I forgot about it and I went on right, vacation right. and I was like, son of a bitch, what happened to that? So I called and I left a message and I didn't hear from him. And I, you know, and I get a text like immediately after in a meeting, call you in 30 minutes, never heard from him. Days later, I've forgotten about it. So I texted him again and I'm like, this guy is never going to forget me because I was right after the burrito thumper. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, so yeah, I texted him like, hey, remember me? I was the house right after you got nailed in the chest with the <laughs> Did you do that? He was like, ha, 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 of course I remember you. I've been on vacation since then. I said, well, you deserve, you earned that vacation. Yeah, you but anyway, so now that you're back at work, get your ass over here and get me the thing you ordered. But well, anyway, good. yes, very funny. My son and I were just talking about it yesterday. Well, apparently there's, there's AT&T's got some very disgruntled people. Mm. Uh, a man in, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, Hialeah, Florida. Um, it's always Florida. Yeah, yeah, well... I'm eating now, sorry. A retired Florida firefighter allegedly shot out the tires of two AT&T trucks parked in front of his house this week. Authorities say 64-year-old George Jove was worried about the trucks damaging his driveway as they had done so in the past and confronted workers while they hung lines on nearby utility poles. According to the AT&T workers themselves, even though they told Jove they would move as soon as they were finished, he went back into his house and returned about an hour later with a revolver. Police who arrested and charged Joe with an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon says he shot the tires at least 18 times. Now, in all defense of Joe, Mr. Jove, he waited an hour. 
And he committed to it when he came back out. I mean, 18, don't you have to reload? What did he have, a semi-automatic weapon? No, it was a revolver. What do they got, like... 18 rounds? Eight eight shots, yeah. So he had to reload at least (laughs) three times. (laughs) Which is amazing to me because... Son of a bitch, hang on. Wait, quick, 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 quick. Which is amazing because he had to reload every time. I got two more bullets, hang on. Yep. 18, because if it was like six rounds or eight rounds, he had two full rounds. And then he just had maybe like four extra. Hang on, I got a couple extra in the box. Hang on. I got it. Hang on. While we're at it. Let me finish out this box. Hang on. Exactly. I have better he's the world's worst shot and he kept missing the tires. Well, that's probably probably more likely. But wait, they're the trucks. So do they have just four tires or the six tires or eight tires? You know what I mean? He might have kept missing. Because they were the utility. He shot off 18 rounds and he only got two tires, so come on. No, no. There, there were two utility trucks, you know, the ones that go to hang up the wires. So those are the bigger trucks. They're not like... Yeah, but how many tires. tires did he shoot out? All of them. I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought you said say. two. Maybe, maybe I misunderstood and you said two trucks. I thought you said he got two tires. No, no. Yeah. Oh. So, so, so he was persistent. He wanted to make sure he got every single tire on both of I think trucks. AT&T really needs to look at their perception with the public. Because they're really... Well, the story would be funnier if he was angry with his service, not if he was just angry that there was a truck in his driveway. Well, there's two, and they had ruined his driveway before. I know, but it would have been funnier if he was like, fuck you, I never, I haven't gotten service, my service is so shitty. I love that you think it's funnier, that it would be funnier if he shoot. The guy is walking around with a gun, shooting tires, and you think it would be funnier if it was because it was about his service. Nothing, you're not even upset about it. Don't be You're a hypocrite. You're reading the story because you think it's hilarious. How old was the man? 72? You don't 64. think it's hilarious? Are you not hilarious? listening to anything I'm saying? No, I know I it's told. an old guy. It's Florida, so I'm assuming it's an old guy. But you don't think it's hilarious? Or someone on crystal meth. An old guy is like brandishing a weapon, waving a weapon around, shooting like it's the OK Corral. It's I think hilarious. It's... <laughs> well, OK. Um, so... Needless to say, it's, oh, you had your mouth covered. Because I'm trying to chew my toes. Oh, good. Well, so I'm going to tell, I'll, it's going to, we're going back to the poop stories. So here we go. Great. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. I have peanut butter on my toes, so it's perfect. Go. No, yeah, it's not, it's not diarrhea stories. It's just poop. <laughs> Great. So I, it's not number three, as we would say. We were at the friend's house, and we were like, what do you got? You got number one, number two? No, I'm thinking I've got some number three. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I love that. EAD, explosive yep. acidic diarrhea. Okay, right. so I went a couple, like a couple weeks ago, I was at the casino. I'm a, you know, I hadn't been in a while, and I, but I recognized this one dealer, and we were talking, and I don't even know how he got on the subject. It was just me and him at this blackjack table, and we're chatting, and he's like, do you play craps? I said, no, I could never quite figure that out he goes don't start I'm like why is it really difficult don't start don't start learning how to play craps yeah why exactly it's difficult it's complicated every time I've learned I learn for that moment while I'm playing and then I immediately forget I could go down to the tables two days later and I would not remember what I learned Uh, it's so there's so many rules and it's so complicated yeah but it's a big payoff right if you win you can really win some money there I guess well, it's certainly better than blackjack, so the odds are better than blackjack. So anyway, so he's like, don't even start. I go, why? 
He said, well, particularly you don't want to stand next to any guy who's lifting his leg to the side. To the side. I go, what? He says, there are guys that will stand at the table and they'll be like, don't want to leave. And they will poop and lift their leg and shake it out so that the poop comes down their pant leg onto the casino floor. I was, I, I was like, what? He goes, and sometimes they'll try to step it into the carpet. Oh. <gasps> He's like, but it smells, obviously. He goes, and he goes, you're lucky if the guy's wearing a Depends. But they'll <gasps> poop and pee themselves just so that they don't lose their spot or leave the table. Is that not crazy? Why wouldn't you just not eat or drink for like 12 hours? What is wrong with people? That's a common enough thing that he has a, there's a thing, a casino thing about it? Yeah. He says it happens more often than, than you would think. And it's me, all men. He's never seen a woman do well, it. Well, clearly it's all men. What woman in their right mind would do that? Although there was that astronaut lady who wore the depends so she could pee when she was going yes. to like, beat the shitter out of her uh, yes. boyfriend's new girlfriend. Yes. There was that. Yes. But that wasn't a gambling situation where you were pooping in public and shaking it out of your pants. Could you leg. imagine? How would you, I mean, how would you be the person standing next to that guy being like, what the fuck, dude? Well, and it's not you like a shit a, on my shoe. It's not a clean escape. I mean, you figure, first of all, you're presupposing that it's one of those poops that's like hard and solid, and as it's banging its way down your pant leg or your short leg, it's not like leaving a skid mark, <laughs> leaving a skid mark, like bang, 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 as it's doing that little pin, pinball thing, like bang, 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 bang. I little, know. Because sometimes you have the ones where you wipe. And you come away clean and go, ah, oh, that was a clean poop. Yeah. And sometimes you have the ones where you wipe and it feels like a clean poop, but you've got a whole, lot, a whole bunch of poop on the toilet paper and you go, oh, that one was holding on as it was coming out. I need a and butt it was wipe. Like, mm-hmm. I, you mm-hmm. got to have like two, three, sometimes four wipes to get that all clean in there. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That makes zero sense to me because it's leaving like a snail trail as it's coming down. I would think so. The whole thing is just revolting. I would be... I, I, I literally don't understand. I think that's the difference between men and women because men have usually a lot of men, not all, but a lot of men deal with skid mark issues in their underwear because they don't wipe good enough to get it completely clean. Whereas women, how often do women have skid marks? Women are so, I think it's because we have what we refer to now as number four. <laughs> with the lady issues, with the feminine issues, which yeah. you, got, you got number three. No, 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 no. You got number four, a little number four going on this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they're so used to dealing with their lady issues. It's clean as a whistle down there, man. We know yeah, how to write. I actually have a, we a, know a how to clean. Yeah. I have a dude friend. He's like, he just uses um, butt wipes. doesn't even mm-hmm. use toilet paper anymore. I have a dude friend who does that too, although those are horrible for the um, for the pipes. Even the ones that say that they are disposable or not. They're horrible. You get the plumbers out and they're like, don't use those. They're horrible for the whatever, Mm -hmm. for the drainage. But regardless, I have a dude friend who's the same way. He he prides himself on the fact that he is a no skid mark man because he only uses the baby wipes. We'll see. There you go. Okay. So so what does the casino do about that? Did they come and go, uh, sir, we're going to have to ask you to step away? I would, I would think that that would be, like, one, a health issue. We, uh, we saw you take a shit on the carpet. There's gonna cameras have, everywhere. You're going to have to leave. You're going to have to take your chips and leave now. And the dealer's like, it's not that we don't know. You can't smell it. He goes, I mean, he's like, you know, it's not like we're stupid to this. What the 
the people sitting next to him. Uh, exactly. Oh, dude, you fucking pooped in my shoe. The fuck? Oh, shit on my foot. God. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so we know we had that I have IBS issues from time to time. Right? This is going to be another all poop episode. No, I'll be done in this. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think this is really funny, kind oh, of, in a very sad way. Needless right. to say, sometimes my social life is challenged by very bad abdominal cramps. The closest cramps. toilet, yeah. Well, very bad abdominal cramps because it could go on for over a day where I'm just. I know, it's awful. Not actually able to go to the restroom, but I'm just in so much cramps. I feel like. I feel like if I ever got pregnant, that kid would just fall out of me, and I wouldn't even know it because the labor pains would be nothing compared to the gastrointestinal pains that I feel. In any case, yeah, for sure. by Sunday, I was literally crying because I was in so much pain and not getting any relief, and I'm going, please, let me just poop. I mean, I was, and I'm, and I'm laughing, and I start laughing at myself while I'm in this pain because I'm crying because I'm begging God to let me poop. There's no medication? What, what's the deal with that? I could have gone to, you know, got the, um, oh, what's it called? There's the, Enema? The, no, this liquid stuff that you can drink. Salicylic something or other, I think it's called. I, I don't remember. Magnesium sulfate, something like that. That will liquefy and move things out. And I try not to do that very often. But I had taken some colon blow pills that I had the night before. I drank coffee on Sunday. I took more colon blow pills. But here's what I was worried about. I had booked a job, an acting job, in the city on Monday. You know, all that colon blow was going to hit you like right about five minutes before you were supposed to work. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So now I'm having literally like panic attacks going, please let me poop. Please let That's me poop. That's when you just do an enema. Just shove some water up there and get it out. Yeah, you know, that's really easy for someone like you to say, who oh, you don't is. have it issues. Is. You know, it's like is. I've got an extra, like I, got a, I got a hose laying around here. I'm just going to shove up my asshole to turn on the water. In any case, I wasn't, I didn't eat on Sunday, really. I mean, I was, I mean, I ate breakfast and then I didn't eat anything. I didn't eat anything on Monday. And I went to bed, like you're exhausted because you're cramping so much and the toxins and then I'm crying because I'm in so much pain. And so, and I'm mad because it's a beautiful summer day. There's a festival three blocks away from my house. I can't leave my house long enough. Uh, I was just so depressed. And I'm like, I don't want this to happen on Monday. I'm going to get up and it's going to be releasing. And that's exactly what happened. I woke up at 6 o'clock Monday morning. I had to and leave the house by noon. Oh, and, oh, but did everything empty first thing in the morning? No. <gasps> so it's like every 30 to 40 minutes I was having a bout of needing to be in the restroom. So I asked While my, you were working? While I was working at home, yeah, before I had to leave. So now I'm plotting out my drive, and I asked my stepdad, I'm like, you know what, Could you, can you, if I can't, can you drive me in case I need to jump out at like a McDonald's or, you know, I don't have time to park or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, can, and if we're running late, like, can you, he's like, of course. And I'm like, this is what it's come down to. I'm so worried about shitting myself that I'm going to ask someone else to drive me. I'm like, should I Uber it? What should I do? Well, so you by know, the irony is not lost on our listeners that you asked your dad, the one who shit on your couch, <laughs> because you know of all the people in your life, he would totally understand <laughs> that if you, you shit, 
if you didn't get him. In your, if you shit your car, he'd be like, it's all right, baby. Yeah. We've all been there. Whatever. Now, he, but he normally has a very good intestinal fortitude because he gave me the squatty potty that I gave to my mom. So he's just, anyway, as we've gotten closer since my mom passed, he knows about my period. He knows about, I mean, this poor man knows way too much, more than he ever wanted to know about my body, intestinally, whatever. So, so I decided at 1130 that, that seem, things seem to be slowing down and then I'm just going to make a run for it myself. But it's an hour drive each way. Mm-hmm. And as I'm packing my stuff up to go, what I decide to do is to pack a to-go bag. So in the to-go bag extra is... Extra panties. An extra, extra panties. Pair, an extra pair of pants. Fuck the panties at that point. <laughs> an extra pair of pants, a plastic bag to put the soiled pants in, and butt wipes, paper towel. And I, I literally put can, it in a can bag. Can I tell you the funny thing is, we all have been, we've all been there, especially if you're an adult, we've all been there where you think you have a little fart and you accidentally either shart or shit yourself. We've all I've been never, there. I've never shit myself. With all the problems that I have and all the times that I think I'm going to, I have never. You've never even sharted? I, I have You've never even sharted? Never? No. You've never had to clean shit out of your underwear? No. Can you believe that? Me of all people with all my problems. Hey, listen, maybe God was like, I'm sure God was like, listen, we're going to give you, we gave you a doozy on this one, so we're going to prevent you from ever shitting your pants because it's a super fun feeling. But most adults have been there at some point in their life. I know, and I know. So, but to me, the, the fucking hysterical thing about it is the fact that most of us don't plan for it. So the fact that you have your, that's, your like, your, your, your shardy uh, emergency kit. <laughs> I'm going to call, you know what? I'm going to make a bag. What if I have a new product called I Shit You Not? And it's a bag that has pants <laughs> and wipes. And like you can have it like, like emergency roadside kits. <laughs> I love the, the shardy emergency kit. I Shit You Not. I Shit You Not is the name of the new product. And... Oh it will God. have a pair of yoga pants so that it can fit any most size, one size fits all, um, and a of male course. and female version. And you'll have, uh, what would you need to put in there? A, a, a Ziploc bag to seal. Uh, some poo-pourri, or what's the one that you like better? The Dr. Schultz. Um, Dr. Schultz or, spray. or the poo-pourri, yeah. yeah. Do you really need it, though? I mean, do you, I mean, you can roll down the windows, unless it's the wintertime. Uh, no, you need it. Oh, sure, usually, it's going to be in Usually your when you're in that kind of a place, it, that, that shit stinks. So I think I'd put a new pair of pants, butt wipes, like a, a big, one of those big like, gallon Ziploc bags so that you can put the pants in it and zip it so that you don't have to deal with the smell. Also a small hand towel because if you shit yourself and it's liquidy and it goes through, hmm. then you want to put it on your chair yeah. so that oh, you're yeah. not sitting in it. Yeah. What, what else would go in it? Would, do we say like leggings or stretch pants? I did it. Yeah, the one-size-fits-all kind of pants. One th- oh, yeah. I thought you were saying one-size-fits-all underpants. But, yeah, technically you don't really need the underpants. No, forget, should... at the, yeah, forgetting, just, you just omit the underpants at this point because if that's happened, you're either going somewhere or you're going back home. So. I think possibly some sort of a Valium or in the States where pot is legal, maybe a joint because usually you're a little uh, anxiety-ridden when you shit yourself. Yeah, some, how about some gummies? <laughs> how about some, how about some <laughs> gummies? Or, or, some pot gummies. Yeah, so something like that to calm you down. <laughs> Um, and then, 
And then I think I want a sticker that they can put on their shirt that says something like, I just shit myself. Like, I, shit, I shit myself. I shit yeah. my pants. Yeah. And all I got was this lousy sticker. <laughs> and all I got were these lousy sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. So I think that's a new product called I Shit You Not. But I did not. I made it down there and back without any incident, and I was very glad. I actually made it home, and a whole other bout came on. But I, so you were able to work, and I did. I did my job, and it was really nice. And I, you know, like once I got to the place, I went to the bathroom before just in case to see if there was anything that needed to be, you know, moved out. Okay, listen. Not as much as I love the shitting stories, we're going to end on a different one because um, please, it's a it's a quickie. It's a it's a goodie. So good. you know that story. If you like pina colada, yeah, yeah, and getting caught in the rain, and it's such a great story, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's so romantic." But when you really think about it, what is it about? Cheating. Yeah, it's about the fact that the husband wanted to cheat, the wife wanted to cheat, and they actually ended up accidentally cheating with each other. And in the song, it's like, "Oh, we still love each other," but in real life, you're like, "You fucking were gonna cheat. You were fucking gonna cheat. We yeah. hate each other. We need to be divorced." That's real life. So in the real life version of the Pina Colada song, a 49-year-old man, hang on, one moment, let me look and see. Uh, we're talking about Texas, so this isn't even like one of those crazy ones that happens in another country. Oh, a 52-year-old man yeah, from Texas, mm-hmm. he, he decides um, that he is not happy in his marriage, so he has decided that he is going to start hiring prostitutes. Oh. So he... It makes up stories. It's going on for a few months. He uses a specific booking website, and he lies to his wife and says that he's got meetings or he's going on golfing events or fishing trips with friends or whatever, and he goes to a motel in the outskirts of town, and he goes to his booking website of choice, and on these websites, apparently, they show the women from the neck down, and you get to see their body, and you choose, and there was a 29-year-old woman uh, 29-year-old woman, neck down, and he's like, oh, she looks hot. That Her body is hot. Let's hire her. So he hires her, and he's waiting, all excited, all aroused. Oh, and he even haggled. He negotiated a little bit. He negotiated the rate down from 200 to 150 because apparently, I guess, I don't know, you can haggle. And uh, he's at the motel, and bing bong. And we're just going to pretend that this motel has a, has a sure. doorbell. And he opens the door and goes, what the fuck are you doing here? And his 47-year-old wife, not 28-year-old prostitute, 47-year-old wife goes, what the fuck are you doing here? So not only is the 52-year-old man cheating and hiring prostitutes, but his 48-year-old wife, or 49, however, 47-year-old wife, has been moonlighting as a prostitute. Yes, because he's not been home. But so... The kicker of all that is there's so many things that are going through my brain. First of all, how do you not recognize your own naked wife's um, body? I know. You and like, oh, that, that looks familiar. What? On top of that, you look at it and go, really? She must be. I mean, I, I guess that's true. There are In your 40s, you could still have a rockin' hot body that could pass for 20s if you, had, if you weren't looking at the face. But because of Texas, uh, Texas's tough prostitution laws, <laughs> not only are they getting divorced, but he's facing charges for soliciting a prostitute, even though it was his wife. What? Well, how did he get arrested? She filed. So as the prostitute. Because the neighbors, the neighbors in the motel called the cops because they were in the hallway screaming at each other. 
<laughs> oh my God. And yeah. did she get arrested for prostitution? You know, they didn't mention that part, but one would guess that both of them ended up getting arrested, her for prostitution, him for illegally soliciting a prostitute. I don't know if there's any areas in, no, well, clearly there wouldn't be if he was, if Texas has strict prostitution laws. I'm guessing both of them did a little time in the pokey, and shocker of all shocks, without it, did getting not, it did not go, the, yeah, without getting pokey, it did not go the way of the Pina Colada song, they're getting divorced. Wow. Wow. Truth is stranger than fiction, my friend. I, you know, you and cannot, I mean, yes, I suppose you can write it because the Pina Colada song, but you cannot make this shit up. You just but what about, can't. What about the fact that if they were so stupid to tell the cops that they were fighting, they could just say we got into a fight. They don't have to say they're fighting because he hired her and she's a prostitute. That's, I mean, that's how dumb that guy was. Well, I mean, there's a lot of other reasons, a lot, of, a lot of other examples of his stupidity before the, <laughs> before, they, well. before we reach this point in the story. Oh my God! All right, well, we don't have time to talk about my dating or lack thereof, but we'll get to it next time. Next time, next time, make a note. Next time, we continue. We continue. Hey, thanks for listening to us. We hope you have a great week, and we will.